0: Welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health freedom. And in that light, I'm always interviewing entrepreneurs, people on the cutting edge, sharing those conversations with you. So today we have Matt Bailey, and he's a talking all about uh, digital marketing, marketing, um, and he's uh, he's an author. He's a trainer. uh work with some of the biggest names and brands out there, Microsoft, Google, Disney. So today's going to be a really interesting discussion on um, analytics, digital media literacy. Um, it's going to be a great conversation. So welcome, uh, Matt, to the show. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Christopher. I appreciate the invitation.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, thanks so much for being flexible with the scheduling. Uh, tell us uh, more about yourself, how you got started your company, and your business.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, with the theme of your program, I mean, I, I started, let's just put it this way. I graduated college with a degree in journalism. And what that taught me was that I did not want to work in journalism. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I ended up, I, I, I've always been a natural with people and everyone has always, always tried to get me into sales, I ended up going into real estate but early in my career i start building websites because a lot of my properties were commercial and the local paper the local listings just weren't good enough so i started building websites to get more attention and it worked i was getting uh you know i had a few uh hospitality properties i had some bed and breakfast some office space And it was getting viewed from all over the world. It was generating a lot of interest. Uh, And then I was getting business from it. But about a year later, I'm sitting down. I'm getting ready to work. I've got two hours to work on my website. And I've got 100 things to do. And so all of a sudden, I stopped. And I thought to myself, in this two hours, what's the most profitable thing that I can do? And I didn't have an answer. I didn't know if maybe adding another property, working on getting better rankings, uh, you know, making phone calls. I didn't know which activity would create the most, and not revenue, but profit. And so that started me on learning website analytics, how to translate those analytics into, uh, you know, content management, customer management. Uh, tracking my sales and all that, and about three months later, I had an answer, but it wasn't the answer that I thought. I looked at all the leads that I was getting, and they were all coming from search. However, I only made one sale off of 90% of my leads from search. All my other sales came from less than 10% of my leads, and those came from PR from articles I had written and gotten published on other websites, from links that I had advertising that I had bought on other websites. So if I just looked at just lead production, I'd have been focused on search. But when I asked the right question, which was, what's the most profitable use of my time? Not what creates the most leads, not what looks the best uh, on a report, uh, but what makes the most profit? and and i so i feel like i accidentally stumbled on the right question which led me to the right answer and that transformed my entire understanding of online business since.
0: fascinating when um so when you say um cuz what was interesting is you said uh, profit and then uh, revenue well uh, explain that uh, most people equate this the uh, two together but tell us right. who-
1: yeah absolutely so revenue is the money i'm making but if I'm not tracking profit, then I could be spending, you know, it really comes down to how much am I making per hour? And so if I'm doing a lot of work and I'm only generating maybe $50 an hour, but when I look at my time, my costs, I could be spending upwards of $100 an hour to get $50 an hour. If I'm tracking revenue, I'm looking at that $50 an hour saying, okay, that's great. But I'm not making that much. I'm, I'm actually going through that with my daughter right now. She's an artist. And uh, <laughs> and, and she will spend hours on making uh, a wonderful piece of art. Uh, uh, the, her latest was she she's learning how to bladesmith. She spent probably 300 hours on a knife. And I'm trying to tell her, okay, how much is your time worth? Because now if you sell that for $800, you're breaking even that's not profit so profit is what am I getting beyond what I think I'm worth per hour
0: okay yeah that's really fascinating um <laughs> and uh, it's really important to really understand you know profit versus revenue um oh absolutely yeah uh, what's interesting is um because you turn data and analytics um uh, into action tell us how tell us how you did that
1: the the number one thing is just this i would call it an insatiable curiosity to understand the relationships why does that happen and when you approach data with that question why is this happening what are the influences what makes that happen you start to find those relationships and so so many times people produce reports I I make jokes all the time about the the 100 slide PowerPoint deck that's full of charts and graphs and data points and tables. And that doesn't persuade anybody. And and all you're doing is regurgitating something that I could see over here. You know, if I log in, I'm going to see the exact same thing. What really makes people stand out is when they can see these numbers and know that, well, this seasonal trend affects this number or this campaign that I did here, it's affecting this sales rate of this product because that's what was featured. It's it's when I can connect events to numbers, when I have that causality, now it's like looking at a big dashboard and now I know what levers to pull. I know what dials to turn in order to affect the number that I want. So that's, that's really what it is. And you know, I I, I I love to use an example. A friend of mine was uh, in the Navy and he showed me a picture of the dashboard, quote unquote, in a submarine. You can't see out the window. You've got to run by dials and gauges. And not one of them tells you exactly what you need to know. It's 20 of them together that give you the information. And now you know, okay, because of that, this is the lever I pull. This is the dial I turn. That's the relationship of data to action is learning all of those causal factors that will cause those numbers to move.
0: Yeah, I love this idea of like the tiny, like the 0.1% in that, <clears throat> you know, gigantic um, leaps. Um, <laughs> what, one thing you talk about is um, creating a strategy to market online and um, how to market your business, uh, you know, who to trust. Um, tell us about that.
1: Wow. Um, Yeah. Let me, let me see if I can concisely put that together. (laughs) Number one, number one thing is I don't think people ask the right questions and I, and I think people actually have a fear of asking questions. So number one, if you're going to start a business online, you need to define number one, what do you want? What's your overall objective? What is it you want? Now I'm going to fill in the answer for you make money. Okay. (laughs) That's, that's where we're at. Okay. How will you make money? What are all the ways that you envision you can make money? And this is where I work with a lot of companies because a lot of the emphasis is on the sale. It's on getting that initial sale and marketing loves to take that and run. And all of a sudden they're going to go start creating TikTok videos, but where we need to stop and, and rest a bit is that's not the only way you create revenue. You create it through customer support. You create it through developing loyalty. You create constant people coming back and and repurchasing. You, You do this with relationships. So it's not just what makes us sales, but what keeps money coming in the door? What are the actions, the activities? And so now, yes, marketing and getting new customers. That is a focus. That is important. But what do you do with the existing customers? What are you doing to take leads of people who are interested and not yet customers? So right away, there's, I've broken that down into three significant groups of people. I need to convince, I need to convert, and I need to build loyalty. And so now, how will I accomplish each of these three things? So now I'm going to the next stage. How will I bring in new customers? How will I convince leads to become customers? And how will I get customers to buy more or buy more frequently? So now I'm thinking strategically long-term about social media might be good for one of those. Email might be good for another. There might be some crossover that I can develop from there. So that's the, the basic structure of developing an online business. And if you work with an agency who does not talk like that, you're talking to the wrong agency because what they're going to focus on is tactics tactics such as we need to get you ranking we need to get you on tiktok we need to uh you know get your instagram game better uh because those are all tactics and they all deal with you know and a lot of times especially agencies love to replace strategy with tactics and that's what they're going to report that's what they're going to show how many impressions you got how many views you got what I want to know is how much did you sell? What you know, and a friend of mine always asks, you know how many cars did it sell? That's the bottom line,
0: yeah, yeah. so but yeah, that's the main thing is um you know that's quite interesting tactics versus uh, strategy. Um, so you know there's so many different um, tactics. there's SEO, social media, YouTube um what uh? How, how legitimate are some of these ideas or, or under what circumstances or scenarios do these work well
1: great question christopher and and that's another thing enough people don't ask these questions <laughs> <laughs> the more questions you ask the the more information you're going to get all right let me go through the the priorities i love seo search engine optimization especially if you're in if you're building a business for the long term SEO is one of the best investments you can make. I have websites that I worked on 20 years ago that I haven't touched them for almost 20 years and they're still ranking well. So the return on investment on that is is well paid off and it's still bringing in new business. SEO is an investment and you can't look at it as a direct return on investment because like I said, you could have a 20 year return on that off of an initial two to three or five year investment. And what you're doing is you're investing in your website and your content to be more visible and bring people when they want you, when they're searching for you. Search, I love because it's it's an active process of someone trying to solve a problem. They find your site and if they find your site and you answer their question, they're more likely to work with you. Absolutely love search. now. The methods of SEO, that's where you get a little tricky with some companies. Everyone's got a little flavor, um, but you you do want to brush up on some best practices, and Google has those published on their site, so you can double-check people. Social media is good for, let me put it this way, it's good for building an audience, but be careful, because the audience You're renting the audience. You don't own the audience. The audience belongs to Facebook, belongs to TikTok, belongs to YouTube even. Unless you move them from that social media platform to your website and get their email address, get their address, get their phone number, they they belong to the platform. So you can have a million followers, but they're not yours. You're renting them. Those followers actually belong to the social media. So use social media as a recruiting tool to bring people to your site. That, that's, what, that's got to be your mentality because look what's going on right now with Twitter. Look what's happening with Facebook. They're falling apart. A year ago, who would have known this? Who would have even thought about it? And so what would happen if Instagram goes away tomorrow? How will your business look? So that's where I tell people, use social media the way they use you. And that is to <laughs> get their customers and bring them to you. Uh, so I absolutely love it. Investing in video, right now, video rules. And what the other downside of social media is when I post something, the most views it will get is within the 12 to 24 hours after you post. And it's done. If I put a video on YouTube, very similar to search results, it accumulates over time and the views increase. And so same thing with search engine optimization, the results right away are very low, but a year or two years down, it increases and the same with video on YouTube. That's why I love that. A couple of other things, email for building loyalty, for communicating with people when you want to on your schedule and making sure 100% of the people you send to get it, that's email because right now on social media, maybe two to 4% will see what you post on Instagram uh, of your followers. Whereas email people get the message I want them to get when they get it. So those are just a quick overview of some of the channels and how I prioritize them.
0: Yeah. So that's quite uh, really interesting because there's a, What's interesting is there's no way, best way to market it. And uh, what you're describing is, you know, long-term marketing, uh, you know, longevity, um, which is, you know, you're talking about all this. How do I know people are very interested in digital marketing. Uh, How do people follow you, contact you, visit your website? Sure.
1: Thank you, Christopher. I appreciate that. Uh, SiteLogic.com. And that's site uh, site logic. I've got a podcast as well, but I also have training courses uh, for people who want to learn digital marketing, who want to become certified in it. Uh, I also have a couple of courses on how to understand analytics. Uh, if you want to apply analytics to your website, your online business, uh, and very soon I'll be offering a business builder course. It's n- So for the professionals, I've got a certification, but I'm going to strip it down and give the business builder course just what you need to build your business online. So yes, thank yeah. you, Christopher.
0: <laughs> and for all the listeners out there, um, all of Matt's resources will be in the links and show notes. Um, really, I've very always been fascinated with digital marketing and using the internet. Um, and uh, it's been a great discussion. Be sure to check out Matt's resources. And uh, thanks so much for coming on to the show.
1: Thanks again, Christopher. I appreciate it. At Evernorth Health Services,
0: wonderful inspirational motivational piece again if you wherever you are listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week